Hey girlies, and welcome to the Unfiltered Podcast. We talk about everything from health and wellness to financial fitness. One thing you can count on is our unfiltered opinions. If you love this episode, don't forget to subscribe and share it on your socials. Let's get into it. But yeah, so um, like I said in the intro, we are going to be talking about how to get out of a rut. I'm sure at some point in all of our lives, we might have felt stuck, whether it comes to like work, um, our health, a relationship. Um, so today we're going to be focusing on the health aspect of that. Um, so I'm going to give some tips and tricks um, as a holistic uh, lifestyle coach and then also just hear like Kathy's own personal experience as well so you can get kind of two um, perspectives. Yes. So when it comes to like being in a rut, I think it's very important to kind of identify those factors of when you start to feel like that. So you might have, you know, extremely low energy. You might not be as excited about, you know, going to the gym. You might not be as excited about eating healthier. You know, a lot of us, when we start something right, it's very exciting. We're like all in. We want to do it all. We probably try to take on too much. And so after a while, that can kind of, you know, cause a burnout. So when you are kind of like in that rut and you feel stuck, you might not have that same joy that you did at, you know, at the beginning. You might be staying in your comfort zone. You know, you're not pushing yourself. You're not going that extra mile like you were in the beginning, right? You start to make excuses like, oh, you know, I'm just going to have this today. I'm just going to have a cheat meal or I'm just going to eat this fast food because it's easy, you know, like we start to uh, rationalize and, and make excuses because we're getting back to those old habits of where we, you know, we're comfortable. And so you're not, you're not progressing, right? You're either staying where you were, or sometimes you might be regressing because of you slipping back into those bad habits. So um, are there any other like factors that you notice within yourself, Kat, that you feel like, okay, something's got to change when you're, you're feeling like you're in a rut? Yeah, I feel like um, there's only so much that we can blame in the pandemic. <laughs> right, like, we're about to be in 2023. <laughs> I was going to say, we must be uh, almost four years past it. So everybody just stop using that as, as an excuse. Like, yes, it changed our lives, but it's like, it's we're, we're, we're over it now. And I think that a lot of the time, especially for me, it's been a lot of, it would be like a cycle of like either my mental health that I have to work on or like something that I have to do to get myself out of a funk. And it would lead me to like really low motivation and like borderline laziness. Like I would just be so comfortable. I think that's what it is too. I think that's a better word than lazy. It's like really, um, I would be really comfortable in not doing it. Um, because I remember like, of course, when like we were in the program, I was like always like staying active and always doing that because, um, I was like much more, um, motivated at that time. And I think also because, I mean, I was pumping my body with caffeine. So I was like, literally had like a lot of energy, but the problem with that is that it's not only like the, especially because of the, of the, the place that I'm in right now about me, like trying to figure my health life out, trying to like get rid of all of those products from before and trying to like um, have new substitutions for it. It's a lot more work. It is um, because you don't have everything just like easily made and easily handed to you. Um, and even though it, I know that it is worth it, it's still, 
it's still a lot of work. And sometimes when you think about the a lot of work at the same time, you tend to get overwhelmed by the amount of work that it is. Mm-hmm. And you're like, dang, I can't even like think about doing one thing where I'm just like, okay, like I'm, I'm super busy. I don't have time for that. Like I literally would think like, oh, I don't have time for that. I need to just mm-hmm. get something quick and go. And I get so used to that, that I just start being really, really comfortable. And then I'm just back to square one. Like now I'm still like, I'm not comfortable with my body. I'm still like not in a good place. And I know that I have to change it, but I, I like, I'm still back to that cycle. And it's, it's honestly, it's like you, it's not getting out of your comfort zone. It's literally staying in that stagnant spot. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, you need to get out of it, but some people just need that like kick or push to like get out of it. Um, so I'm actually glad that you're doing this episode today because not only will our listeners um, benefit from it, but um, I'm ready for you to just read me the felt. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready well... for the pena. I am ready for, for you to get the belt. I'm ready. <laughs> You know, the way I like to approach things is I take a gentle approach. You know, I want those that I work with to really see what they need to work on within themselves, right? Because I can tell you, I don't live your life. I don't live in your body. Right. So it's really important to identify the things that you want to work on and that you feel like you need help with. Um, And a lot of what you were saying, like, is that's a difference between going for a quick fix and going for something that's going to change your life, like a lifestyle change. Yes, quick fix in the beginning, it can work. It can seem like it's doing what um, it needs to do, but it's not teaching you anything. So you might see quick results, and by results, you mean a physical change, but you're not seeing any change mentally. You're not going to see you know, any sustainable health benefits because, again, you're consuming something that's not sustainable for you. And most likely hurting your your body in the long term. Whereas when you right. are making lifestyle changes that are sustainable and that are going to be long lasting, the the process is going to be slower. But you're actually going to learn along the way. You're going to fail forward. You're going to see what works for you, what doesn't work for you. And really, it's all about trial and error as you continue to build that lifestyle. Because it's also going to shift as you grow older, as you mature, as you change. You might move somewhere else, you know, like things change as we, as we live. And so your lifestyle is meant to evolve with you. Just because what works for you today doesn't mean it might work for you even from a week from now, you know, things change. You could get a new job. You could move to a new city. Like things are always going to change. And so I think it's important to have those fundamentals in place so that you can be flexible with your approach and still get what you need out of your, your lifestyle choices. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, especially like and when you, when I've gone away, like even for like little mini vacations and stuff, like just the change of scenery makes my mental so much better. And I actually noticed that it's weird that when I'm at work, I'm dr- like just as simple as drinking water. Like when I'm at work, I'm drinking so much water than when I'm home. And it's weird because it's not like I don't have access to water at home. I do, mm-hmm. but um, I think, I don't know if it's because I was active and, like, commuted to work. And so I, like, my drink of choice with any of my snacks or lunch or anything like that will be water. But at home, I think it's because I'm more comfortable. So that's when I'm, like, the most, like, I guess, laziest. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you're you're absolutely right. Like, when it the work that you put in now 
it's going to be worth it in the long run, especially because it's not going to be a quick fix. It's not going to be just for something mm-hmm. that like, oh, yeah, I'm looking at my body and I feel and I look great. But it's like, you don't feel great, though. Like, you mm-hmm. know, you don't feel great. And I know that I have I'm not the only one that can resonate with the fact that sometimes you lose the weight that you want and you still feel miserable. Sometimes you end up with the body of your dreams and your mental health is not okay. And yes, I am prioritizing. Then, then again, then again, then again, (laughs) you can also say that you're prioritizing your mental health, but if you're not feeding yourself and I'm saying this out loud for myself too. So, um, but you can say that you prioritize your mental health, but if you're not feeding yourself the right thing, are you really prioritizing your mental health? Like, Very true. You're not. Because you can get the mental help you want. You can go to therapy. You can take the medication if they prescribe you medication. You can do the journaling and all of that. But you're being counterintuitive if you're eating foods that's contributing to horrible mental health. So, Very yeah, true. with your help, I just talked myself <laughs> off the ledge. <laughs> And it, and what you said is so true, and that's why I really am such an advocate for a holistic approach to it because everything is in sync with everything else. You know, like you said, yeah. you can't say that you're prioritizing your mental health and like taking care of yourself mentally, and let and yet you're eating junk, you're eating fast food, you're filling yourself with processed food because what goes on in here affects here, your stomach, your gut, and what go, what's going on in your gut affects here. So you can't have one without the other. And yeah. so it affects your relationships. It affects your work-life balance. Like all of those things contribute to to your health and your wellness. So it's really important to the way you approach it to make sure you're looking at your life in all aspects mm-hmm. um, rather than just kind of like com- compartmentalizing things because eventually it's gonna you're going to feel that effect. Um, and it's either yeah. going to be a positive one or it's going to be a negative one. Um, so, Yeah. Number the number one tip so far to get out of a a rut is to recognize it. Get out of that denial. If when you start noticing that you're making excuses, when you start to break your routine, when you start to you know fall back on some of the the good habits that you're doing, that's a sign that something is off and you kind of need to reset and realize, okay, I'm I'm not where I want to be have to regroup and see how I can get out of this. So that's always the number one thing is to kind of like be self-aware and realize when you need to make some changes. Um, The second thing that I would say is super important to get yourself out of a rut, um, especially when it comes to your your health and and wellness, is to lay down your non-negotiables. What are the things daily that make you feel more like you and that make you feel great and make sure you're doing them daily. So if that's reading, if that's moving your body, if that's having, you know, breakfast at home instead of like on the go, whatever it is that you know you feel better when you do it, put that on your non-negotiable list. Either put it on your phone, put it on a post-it on your mirror, put it somewhere that you can see it daily to remind yourself of those non-negotiables. Because when we start to make excuses and we start to give way and say, oh, I'll do that later. Or, you know, we, we, we can push it yeah. off and off and off and off. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's always going to be something that's in the way. And we're always going to think we don't have the time when in reality it's like you're not making it a priority. 
So what are your priorities when it comes to your health and wellness? Identify those and make sure they're your non-negotiables, that you make the effort to do them daily. And it doesn't have to be some laundry list of things. It could be three, five things, whatever it is. Make it simple and make it so that you can achieve them daily so that you can feel better. And so those non-negotiables are going to go into your my third tip, which is to create healthier habits. In, in the morning, instead of snoozing 25 times and running late you know, to work, you only have five minutes to get dressed and get out the door before you have to either commute or get in the car, wake up a little earlier, whether it's 10 minutes, 15 minutes, have a moment where you can have like some tea or have your breakfast in peace and silence, journal, whatever it is that you like to do and, and that you know you benefit from. Make a morning routine, and that will set the tone for your day to have healthier habits. When your mind is in a more relaxed state, it helps you to just handle the day better. Because if you start the day in a frenzy, that's how the day will go. Mm-hmm. You, you get up, you're like, oh, I got to go to work. You're rushing. You're trying to get out. You get to the train. You might miss it. Or you're in traffic because you're late. It just goes. And then you got to get right to your desk, get right to work. People are coming at you. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, the day is just coming at you instead of you like living your day. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it really, 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 really matters how you start your day and also matters how you end your day. So create those healthier habits. Start little by little when it comes to your food, you know, start to purchase less processed foods, stay on the outer aisles of the supermarket, go for those whole foods, stick to your proteins that are, you know, either fish turkey, beef, instead of just buying a powdered form of it, you know, stick to nutrient-dense foods Yeah, because that's going to make you feel better. Try to move your body every day. It could be as simple as a walk. Walking is the most underrated form of exercise today, you know, especially if you have a lunch break. Take five, ten minutes of that lunch break. Go outside. Move your body. Stretch in the morning. Stretch at night. It doesn't have to be an elaborate exercise routine whatever excuse me <laughs> works for your lifestyle and then build on that you know because yeah. as you start to be more active you're going to enjoy it you're going to feel better you're going to feel more energized so you'll make more time to have you know a structured routine or a 20 30 minute workout um, but it all starts with those little shifts in your day and instead of trying to do everything at once okay week one i'm going to make a choice to have better groceries in my house Mm -hmm. boom you got that done week two i'm gonna make an effort to walk 10 minutes every day and as it you know the weeks progress it's just gonna become second nature it's gonna be your routine routines are the foundation of keeping those healthy habits going because if we're inconsistent with them our how we're gonna feel is gonna be inconsistent so if you really want to see those results and how you feel because that's how it will happen first you're going to feel it before you see it Mm -hmm. that's what you need to do today's episode is brought to you by bianca and the busy bee nyc the busy bee nyc is a holistic lifestyle coaching program for ladies like you who want to work on their health and wellness but also live busy lives working with me you will learn to build healthier habits improve your gut health find healthier options for your favorite foods and more to learn how you can become a one-on-one client, go to thebusybnyc.com and apply now. Coaching spots are limited. Um, and then, you know, the next tip I would say once you're getting into that 
established routine, you know, challenge yourself a little bit, you know, okay, say last week I was doing 20 minutes of a workout, you know, this week I'm going to do 30 minutes or 25 minutes. Start to challenge yourself because a lot of times we can go easy on ourselves, right? Because our, our, um, what's our inclination is to stay in our comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Our, our mind doesn't like, you know, for us to do things that, that are a little bit, you know, more difficult. So challenge yourself a little bit, do things that are going to push you out that comfort zone, whatever it is, this little by little. And then my last tip would be to get a, an accountability, you know, either get a coach, get a friend that's going to hold you accountable, your partner, whatever it is, have a sense of accountability uh, in whatever way, shape or form works for you in your lifestyle, because having that extra um, layer to to your to your journey is going to really help you in it and statistically people that do have coaches or trainers or someone there as an accountability um, partner are more likely to you know to keep that routine going because they're like okay i have to check in with this person on friday and you know if they ask me how i was then i'm not going to be able to tell them i did good so you know it, it starts first with you like not wanting to disappoint them but eventually it turns into you being proud of the progress that you're making, you know, being proud of the changes that you're, you're making. And it really helps you to have that extra boost, you know, cause a lot of times too, we can be hard on ourselves. And so when you have someone else looking at you at that other perspective, they can let you like, no, you're doing great. You know, you're at, look at, look at all that you did. Right. Mm -hmm. I said each week I send my clients a, a weekly assessment so they can write down how their week went, what went well, what didn't, and then we talk about it. And a lot of times they're, you know, they might think, oh, well, I didn't do this. I'm like, but look at all the things you did do. It's right there. You wrote it down. And, mm -hmm. and you kind of like, oh, okay. You know, sometimes you need that, that extra push, that extra reassurance. Um, yeah. And, and those extra strategies to kind of help you to work on the things that, that you need extra support in. That's so true. And I'm, I'm so glad that you broke that down because it could be so difficult to like find out what's the first step. And it's always the most, the hardest to take that first step. Mm -hmm. And I was actually listening to another podcast where they said that they do like cold plunges in the morning because they have like a cold, cold plunge tub or whatever. Oh, yeah. And they were interviewing, um, they were interviewing someone and they were like, how do you do that? Like, I, that would be something that I avoid. Like, I, I don't even know how you begin to do that. And they basically said, think of it as the most difficult thing that you have to do and do it in the morning. That way, you know, if that is the most difficult thing you're doing all day and the most thing that you hate to do all day and you already did it in the morning, that means that your entire day is not going to be that bad. That mm -hmm. means the rest of the day that comes is not going to be that bad. So it does. It is true. Like if exercising, maybe exercising is like exercising isn't difficult for me, like eating healthy is a difficult part. So maybe like for somebody who is um, struggling with like exercising, like maybe doing your exercise in the morning, getting it out of the way and then going on about your day may be something helpful for you. Mm -hmm. Or like you said, like developing that healthy habit of the morning, like starting your morning, like um, eating something healthy, hydrating yourself. And then once you do that, then it does affect how your day is going to go. Like, of course, you have to continue to make those healthier choices and those smarter choices, but it will affect how your day goes. So that's definitely something that I have to remind myself to continue to do. Um, because I do know that sometimes I have mornings where I'm like, yes, I am <laughs> killing it. 
I am killing it with my morning routine. I am like, literally, this is the best day. And then mm-hmm. some days I'm just like, F the morning routine. I'm over mm-hmm. this. Like, this is no. And, I'm, and I'm that's good. and that's life, right? Yeah. Um, so you always want to remember, it's not about being perfect. Like, no one mm-hmm. has a perfect routine every single Nobody. day. The TikTok girls don't even have it. So Yeah, you know, like, you have to, to realize, like, some days your best is going to be different than other days. But yep. just because you're not feeling your best mentally or physically doesn't mean you should give up on your health, you know? So even if you just yeah. do one thing that day that makes you feel better, you're most likely going to do a second thing because you're going to be like, you know what? I needed that. And then yeah. you're going to probably want to do something else for your, for your health or wellness. So it's yeah. really just about taking it one step at a time. And I say this so much because it's true. The majority of people just want to do it all, all at once, right? They went from a sedentary non-active lifestyle, you know, not eating a nutrient-dense diet, and then they want to flip. And the next day, they want to work out for two hours. They want to buy every supplement they ever heard of. They want to only have veggies in their, you know, refrigerator. They want to go one extreme to the other, and extremes don't work. What works is those little daily shifts into into your lifestyle so that you can shift your lifestyle into a different, you know, pattern. And then just keep building from there. So just as you create it, we all have a lifestyle right now, whether we realize it or not, you know, the choices that you make, that's your lifestyle. So it just takes from making different choices, making daily swaps, you know, instead of me watching, uh, binging a show for three hours, you know, I'm going to go out for an hour walk. And then when I come home, I'll watch, you know, whatever show I want to watch, you know, it's all about those right. little swaps throughout the day, you know, instead of buying all these snacks, processed snacks that I used to, I'm going to look for healthier alternatives, you know, like that's going to be my goal for my next shopping trip. It's just about those little things that they really add up and, and create the lifestyle that you want. So what advice would you give to someone, especially that we are going into the colder seasons, into when the holidays are coming, where food is literally a source of comfort for a lot of people since it's getting colder? How Mm -hmm. can somebody specifically get out of a rut when so much, I don't want to call it temptation, but I guess so much of their previous habits are coming up um, Mm -hmm. during the holiday season? I think it really starts with the mindset because I know a lot of times around this, like you said, there's a lot of events and holidays coming up and people feel the need like they have to get in shape because they're going to be seeing family mm-hmm. and because they know they're going to perhaps be overeating. And I think the the shift should really be about like, what's your reasoning behind, you know, wanting to make these changes? If it's just for a short uh, period of time, then you're going to get short results and you're probably not going to get the results that you are thinking of. Mm -hmm. So instead of, you know, saying, Oh, I have to work out. I have to eat healthy because of this, you know, think about it. Like you get to, you get to move your body. Think about all the people that didn't get to either wake up today or that can't move their body physically. Think about all the people that don't have the same choices, you know, or the same opportunities that you do. And yet we're so quick to, you know, complain and be like, Oh, I don't want to eat this or I have to eat healthier. And it's like, No, the fact that you get to go to the grocery store on your own and shop, you know, some people can't even financially get groceries, you know, I think it's really about being more grateful for the things that you can do and and the things that you want to do for yourself um, and, and start there, you know, really, you know, shift that mindset into thinking about your reasoning behind wanting to do that, because if it's just for 
a physical uh, aspect of it, that's not really um, sustainable. And so that's usually why a lot of people don't continue because they're like, oh, I just want to lose 10 pounds. And then they lose the 10 pounds. And it's like, okay, now what? <laughs> you yeah. know, now what? Then they're just going to go back into the same habits, you know, whereas if you're actually trying to learn more about your body, you're actually trying to learn how to fuel your body, you're trying to learn how to move better then that's when it, it hits different because you're actually learning, you're seeing the benefits and you're understanding the means to an end, you know, like I'm understanding yeah. the process. Um, so I think that's probably like the, the number one and two things I would say, if you, you know, if you want to just start a healthier lifestyle, because, you know, a lot of people that's the end of the year, they want to start a new a new year and a fresh start, I would say start, start with your nutrition. That's probably the easiest thing that we can swap out because we're constantly, you know, like eating food. So usually whenever it's our next time to go grocery shopping, we pretty much will have an empty fridge, if not close to it. So that's a great time to kind of just start fresh, start with some better options. There's so many alternatives now. Um, and also you don't have to give up like your favorite dishes. Like if you are going to a family event uh, coming up, like you can choose, say like, I want to make that right. And choose to make it with healthier alternatives, better quality ingredients. Or if you want to introduce healthier options to your family, bring a dish that's a little bit, um, you know, more nutrient dense, bring some veggies, you know, bring meats that are better quality, bring, you know, you want to have like a nice charcuterie board, you know, go for quality items that you know, won't make you feel sick. Because yes. just because you're having fun and spending time with family doesn't mean that you should be physically ill <laughs> when you yeah. when you leave. You know, you don't have to overindulge. You you can say no, right? You don't have to feel pressure. Um, if family is pressuring you, you know, set your boundaries. Say like, listen, I appreciate the offer, but I'm good, and that comes with food or drink. You know, um, mm -hmm. it just set those boundaries of, as to what you want and. If you want to be the person that introduces healthy habits, then do that because Serious. I know it can be di I know it can be difficult, right? So offer to bring something, and you know, like okay, at least I'll be able to have a dish that I know feels makes me feel good. I won't make me feel so sluggish. I won't feel like super bloated, whatever the case may be. And you can just do little things like that to kind of make it an easier um, time for you. Also, you never know. Um, there's so many people that are being conscious of their health right now. So you never know if you're going to be able to influence them for the good and they're going to want to make changes in their life too. You can, you can inspire your friends or family without even trying just by bringing something that has nutritional value in it. That is so true. I literally, like, just a side note, you can just tell how much you love talking about this because you literally, like, light up when you talk about it. And you can just tell, like, your clients are, like, so freaking fortunate to have you because it's different, Stop. like, it's different, like, <laughs> calm down. It's different, like, being on one side of it, but you have been on both sides. So to know, like, how to feel as a client and also to know, like, how to, like, do business the right way and how to feel like somebody who's actually, like, actually helping people from the inside out. Because you're not just, like, giving them, like, a frou-frou way of, like, holistic, like, oh, yeah, I'm a mm. holistic person. You're, like, actually, like, being real. Like, yeah, like, tune in with yourself. Like, these are actual mindset shifts that you should make. And, like, so if y'all need some health advice, if you need not only... Bianca's page is very strategically organized, okay? <laughs> Which it should be. So her page, literally, she gives you so many tips, so many things that you can literally go outside and do right now. 
like especially if you're going food shopping if you're going if you're going to do an exercise like if you are wanting to swap out certain things she has recipes she has like everything that you need in order to start or maintain a healthier lifestyle and if you if they want to work with you pimp yourself out like <laughs> what what should they do now what getting is getting emotional. Thing? What? Calm down. <laughs> what is? What is? We're, we're gangsters on a Monday, okay? I know. I was just like, oh, that's us, so nice. Holla at us on Friday, and then it'll be something different. <laughs> um, but if somebody was really like, like, what is it? What? Who is the client that you specifically want to help? Like, is it somebody that is pivoting in their health journey? Is it someone that is like brand new and doesn't know like what they are doing at all? Or is it someone that? that just needs like little tips and stuff what would be the best client for you i feel like all three of those scenarios could you know benefit um if you're someone that's starting out fresh like you are saying this is my first time kind of like starting on a, a health and wellness journey um i definitely uh feel like you'll skip a lot of the heartbreak steps that a lot of us went through by having you know yeah. uh, me as your coach because i can kind of guide you um based off of you know your goals and everything um and getting those fundamentals right those that foundation is much easier to set when you are starting out fresh yeah. um for someone that's looking to pivot that's definitely like where i started you know i was making a huge change in my lifestyle in general and so um a lot of us we have an idea right of of what we think is good and what we want to do um, and so for me, I'm just a person who's going to steer you in the right direction and kind of like give you the knowledge. You know, I'm really here to pass on the knowledge and help you to create it. You know, I'm not here to to tell you, oh, you need to do this. You need to do that. No, it's more about giving you the guidelines on based off, based off of what you want to get out of it. Mm -hmm. And then I'm there to kind of guide you, give you plans, give you strategies um, to get you to your goal. And uh, what was the last scenario that you gave me? I forgot. Oh, somebody that um that just wants like little tips here and there. Yeah. So for someone that just needs little tips, I feel like the single off coaching sessions that I do would probably be the best fit. Mm -hmm. Um, because yeah, you can just pick my brain. You can get um daily tips and tip, uh, tips and tricks. Uh, you know, based off of you know that way, and then I can give you like a plan based off of the questions that you ask me like that. Um, so that probably would be like a one-off, um, if you're just looking for a little kind of like recommendations or, um, things like that, then I would say, yeah, the one-on-one -on -one coaching session, um, would be the best. But for the other two, I would definitely say a three or six month program, uh, would be best. And do you have anything coming up that people should be aware of? Um, I do have some things that I'm hoping will be done before the end of the year. Mm -hmm. um, it's just a lot when you're a one woman show, making sure that everything is done the right way because, you know, I want to make sure the quality is there, but I am uh, hoping to launch my group programming um, by the end of this year, yeah. as well as, as well as a self-guided course um, for those that perhaps don't need that one-on-one -on -one, uh, accountability or support but they can still basically get what it's like to work with me um, as a coach in the self-guided uh, course. That is so, so exciting. Yeah. So, so exciting. Very and I hope that this episode is one that you guys bookmark, that you guys come back to, because I know that it is so easy to get into a rut and it could be so hard to get out of it, but it is not impossible. And from Bianca's experience, she has been on both sides of the coin, has been a person that 
um, has literally gotten out of unhealthy habits and has developed healthy habits so she can literally help you from experience so all of her info is going to be tagged below it's going to not only be in the show notes but it'll also be um on instagram and youtube as well so you can follow her dm her for every question that you have um and hit her up for any of your of her coaching needs because she is here to help you she's definitely helped me because i've been i've been saving almost all of her posts and i'm like (laughs) okay i need to add me to my favorites because what (laughs) Like, there's so much value that could be in one post. So you never know what she's going to post next. (laughs) I appreciate it. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You never know what she's going to post next. So until next time, you guys, we will see you next week. And make sure that you let us know how you loved this episode because we are here to serve. So let us know how you love this episode. What are your questions for B? You can actually put them in the comments as well. Um, And yeah, if you have any other questions for us or want us to go over any other topics, let us know. But until then, we will see you next Monday and have an amazing week. Bye, guys.